Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Echonesta Podcast. Um, I feel like there's maybe a more fun way to start these, but, um, you know, we will, uh, we'll cross that bridge some other day when I actually sit down and try to figure this out. Um, so today is a special day. Most days are special days, right? Uh, But this day is, this day is a special day. We are going back into the studio to track drums. So this is our second, um, or uh, this is our third studio date. So we did, um, we did a bunch of tracking back in, um, man, I don't know, October or November of 2021. It is now the beginning of June, 2022. Um, and uh, we probably could have moved a lot faster, but... Well, you know, the end of last year was pretty tough, I think, on, uh, on all of us. There was a, an extra special um, seasonal depression. Season? Sure. So, I know it hit me really, really hard. And I feel like I've only begun to kind of come out of it, which really sucks. But whatever, I guess. Uh, so, we're going back in to finally track some stuff. Um, retrack some stuff. So... Um, we were really hoping not to do this. Uh, literally the plan was to have this album done, was to have all the tracking for this album done before the end of last year. That was the original plan. I'm not even joking when I say that. Um, maybe the last things we would have been waiting on were, uh, the extra things we wanted to do. Um, the string ensemble stuff, which was still a plan and um to do some synth stuff and have uh one of our friends um do some synth stuff for us and uh you know but it was definitely that at this point in the year the album would have been um uh like like maybe we would have been having our album release show uh around this time so it's pretty awful that uh, that we're not there. We're just, you know, pushed back so much. Um, it happens. So, but now we're going back in. Now that we've, the way that I kind of see it is waste, we've wasted so much time. And that sounds so negative, right? Uh, I just don't have a better way to say it. Uh, how about this? Um let's change that too. We've just waited so long to really do stuff. Uh, truthfully, um, there has been a lot of time of weighing the options. Do we just take the uh, drums we already have recorded and just keep massaging them or maybe keep them a little rougher or something to, um, and just use those and keep moving forward with what we have, or do we go back and retract stuff? And it has been a lot of going back and forth between it. Uh, some of the some of the drum tracks don't really need a whole lot, um, and and then you know I guess honestly some of the drum tracks do, and and they do because um, maybe we just weren't paying attention enough as a band, and uh, you know happens. Um, so I guess, especially when you're playing 
uh, music that's pretty complicated. Um, I know I get pretty, um, I can always hear what's going on around me, but sometimes I'm not really caring about what's going on. Or maybe you hear something and then you kind of forget it and then you remember it later on. And by that time it's kind of too late to mention it because it doesn't matter. And, uh, anyway, so, um, yeah, so, uh, it's, it's, it's not that it's no one's fault. It's that it's everyone's fault. That kind of thing. It's, it's, I don't know. I'm trying, I will always try to figure out how to say something just in the, because at the end of the day, like, I guess none of it is that serious. And uh, I feel like a lot of my vocabulary is of, of, of a very serious nature. Most of that just comes from growing up in uh, New Jersey. Um, and uh, for some reason, that's the only way that those people know to speak. So, um, let's see, let's see, where, where else are we? Uh, so we're going back. Um, uh, something um, that uh, Walter, at, uh, we're recording at a studio, he actually even wanted to retract stuff, not even because of performance um, issues, once again. Please excuse the serious nature of my vocabulary, but the, not not because of that, but because of recording technique stuff. Um, I, I want to say there was some problems with a couple of the mics; just the positioning didn't do what he necessarily wanted it to do. Uh, so I think there was one in particular that um, even Keith, who really wasn't there for a lot of the tracking, he was there for kind of set up and to kind of get it started, and then he had to. He was only there for uh, maybe half of uh, half of one day, something like that. It was only two days; it doesn't matter. And um, but even Keith wasn't really there. It was like, yeah, this microphone we can hear all of we can hear this. We- it has this weird reflection in it. It's just not good. Um, I think unfortunately we we're at the point where we kind of need all of the microphones to be to be doing stuff. Uh, so we can get a very natural sound, um, a very characteristic sound. I am, um, the, uh, the big reason for tracking drums is because I, I'm, I'm a little over hearing the, uh, kind of the same drum sound, um, uh, just that super clean drum sound it's nice but it's just everywhere and I I appreciate it when I hear it on like a polyphia track well I guess you know um that might not be the best example but like I'm 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 okay when I when I hear it from a, a, a big band because they've already established that sound as their own and then when I hear a younger band or I should even just say, I should say, well, a smaller band, but definitely the younger bands, uh, whether they're smaller or not, when they have the same sound, it it is a little, uh, it's just a little annoying. Um, Because you want to hear, like, I want, I do want to hear something different. And and it doesn't have to be completely different, but just nudged in, in one way or the other to kind of match what's going on in the rest of the instruments. And sometimes it doesn't make any sense because the rest of the instruments sound just like 
um, one of these more established bands. And, uh, I don't know. You want to pay, I, 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 I feel like, and this is coming from someone who is unsuccessful at recording and selling and marketing their own music, right? So who am I to say anything? But I, I feel like the, the mentality is, is trying to have a conversation with, with, those, with those other bands, with those established bands. You want to have a conversation with, with them. Uh, uh, so like, I feel like you want to write, record, produce, mix, all that stuff in a way that pays homage to them, but isn't directly stealing their shit, um, and isn't directly, uh, just copying what they've either written or played or how it has been engineered in, in whatever way. Um, and I think, uh, so just like when you're having a conversation with someone, if someone just keeps repeating what you're saying, uh, I mean, even the most egotistical person is going to get bored of that conversation. Um, because, in fact, I almost feel like they're probably the people who don't want to hear it even more. <laughs> You know, the people who really love what they're saying because they want to say it. So you have to do something different and you have to, you have to just bring, you have to bring something that is, uh, different to the conversation. And everyone who's a fan of that band is already having a conversation with that band, even if they're not producing the music. So if you're trying to produce the music and break into that, you're, you're at a disadvantage you're kind of late to the party. So you really have to figure out some way to break into that. Um, and, and I think just an easy way to do that is to, you know, try to record as much acoustically as possible. Uh, I think for a young band, that's probably the easiest thing to do is get a not as good sound. Just, just get something that's a little more rough, has a little bit more character, and um, I, I, I think there's also a big thing with making it sound real. Um, in my opinion, I couldn't give a shit less how edited current. Um, current guitar, drum, bass, and vocal parts are with, uh, with an established band, because the reason I, I have fallen in love with, with those, with those bands who are, they're already established and everything is because they already did the work and showed us, uh, what their flaws are. And so now the idea is to just make a good is to make a better and better sounding product and a better and better sounding record and all that stuff and then you go see them live and that's where you'll hear more of of them so well, I think early on in your career it's good to have mistakes and good to have um, 
things that need to be redone and uh, things that just don't hit exactly the way they need to. But it needs to be a good enough performance that someone wants to listen to it. So there's kind of uh, there's kind of a line there you have to figure out. Um, and once again, can't stress it enough. Not a successful musician. So uh, maybe I'm completely wrong in all this stuff. And that completely wrong would be amazing, I think. But definitely wrong somewhere, right? Um, but like, or whatever. Uh, but like, um, I think that there's something in there that is kind of true. It's probably just said with too many words. <laughs> like ultimately, that's probably what it is. It's just too wordy. Um, but anyway, so that is, uh, that's that shit. So I, I still feel that we're pretty early in the career of Echo Nest as a band, which is unfortunate, seeing as we're all in our 30s. But we're still, it's still early in our career as a band. We have one, well, do we, I guess we have, um, we have some stuff that's recorded as a full band, but we haven't done anything in a long time as a full band. Um, and, and I think it's important to do that. And, uh, we actually have two projects that are going to be coming out soon. Well, that's not true. Nothing's coming out soon, but we actually have two projects that are going to be coming out, um, that are, uh, going to be showcasing us as a live band. So I think that's the thing I'm, I'm really excited for is like, Hey, we're real. You know, we are this full thing. And then with any luck, maybe next year we'll be able to do something. You know, I, I still, uh, I want to go on tour. I just once, (laughs) I just, I would like to go on tour one time and, um, play for like, you know, play like five nights in a row and just do it one time with my own music, even if no one's there. And, um, be so nice but I think you do need a record to do that with and um yeah so that's kind of the plan so also record what does that mean um I don't know if it's different for every streaming platform but since streaming is the big thing these days uh uh 30 minutes um 30 minutes is the stream or I think there, there's a song number as well and I can't remember what that is it's it's a I think I want to say it was only six songs but I can't remember now but it's a it's a certain number of songs or it has to hit 30 minutes something like that and that's the Spotify uh, algorithm so that is the plan right now is just to hit um, well the, the 30 minute mark is definitely where we are um, looking being an instrumental <laughs> an instrumental progressive jazz fusion band 30 minutes is definitely going to be what we can hit way easier than um a song number count actually that's not true for us when we when we record our recorded stuff doesn't have the stupid long solos maybe we have to change that we'll see what's what happens in uh in some of the production stuff as we're moving forward um yeah okay so with that, uh, yeah, so we're going to record, and today we're going to start with the song, um, a song that we've been playing for, uh, 
Let's see here. Well, it, it, it's tough to... Like, when do you say we started playing it? So, I wrote the song back in 2020. We started meeting up for rehearsals in the... I think towards the end of the summer of 2020. Uh, I think we were even wearing masks when we were practicing. It was, it was weird, you know? That, that kind of thing. You gotta do what you gotta do, though, I guess. Um, anyway... So yeah, we were doing that shit, and yeah, um, but I guess we've been performing it live, um, really just since like October of last year. I think that's when we had our first show again. Was was that time, and um, wow, was it really? I guess so. Huh. How weird. It's so strange how things uh, happen. Anyway, um, so yeah, the song is called uh, Butterflies Drink Turtle Tears. I just thought it was a fun, cute title. I think it's something that actually happens, but now I don't know. Um, it is very fun, though. And uh, it's a little song in five. And um, anyway, it's a simple song, uh, but it's pretty open. Um and uh, I try to do a lot of variation on the uh, kind of main kind of riffy theme of it. And uh, uh, yeah, so um, I guess that's pretty much it. So when we recorded it uh, back in October, um, I, I think some of the issues we had with it uh, was kind of too busy of a drum part. Um, I think we slowed the song down just a touch, and then we've also, um, I don't know, I guess live too, it's like you want to kind of, you want to fill in more space, but the record, uh, the record is pretty dense. There's, um, when we play it live, we, we have, um, we have a sequence, uh, thing going in the beginning, which is very cool. We have the sequencer. Um, without its bass and drums, and then I play the the melody. Um, the record, the sequencer, um, is harmonized and moves with the chords. And there's a rhythm guitar part um, that's playing with it. So it's very dense. So I want the drums to be more uh, open and relaxed and breathing, so that everything can kind of just come through more. The synthesizer part is something I'm, I'm like very interested in, in making sure that it is, uh, oh, I think I need to, uh, turn here. Um, but the, the synthesizer part I think is where I'm really, uh, um, wanting it to be super solid. No, I need to, oh no, how do I get here? How do I get to Walters from here? Uh oh. We're taking a quick break from the podcast so I can figure out how to get to this place. Um, I know how to get there um, from, like, I know a way to get there, but, you know, I always, uh, well, you know, just always fuck up a little bit. Anyway, so. 
Yeah. Drums. Okay. But yeah, having them breathe, be open, having them, um, just a little, uh, not relaxed, because it's, it's a very driving tune, but I, I don't, uh, the, the, having each hit and each note have more meaning. It's such a, I feel like it's such a stupid thing to say, but I really, you know, I, I just want, I want everything to just be a little bit more precise and more, and more uh, thought out there. Because the song is almost like, I guess whenever you, th- when, I feel like whenever you throw keyboards into a song, you instantly turn it into like a science fiction thing. So it's like, I definitely want that kind of lab coat vibe somewhere, it, you know, it, it kind of permeating throughout it. And, um, it, uh, you know, so yeah, just having a little bit more precision and everything in there, I think it's going to be a, a really fun and a good time. Um, so that's the plan for today and tomorrow is to just work on the one tune, get everything that we need. Um, and, uh, be, you know, end, end the, um, end the session and the recording session with the product in hand. Um, and that's going to be the, uh, that's going to be the big thing. Um, okay, well, let's see, what else can I talk about here? I guess another, uh, we'll just do a kind of another, should I do a pedal update? Um, so, um, yeah. Uh, so let's, we'll move to a pedal update. So, uh, all the parts are in and accounted for. I am now, um, starting to build the prototype in the enclosures that I got, uh, uh, so I'm, I'm building, I'm building the, the, the first one, um, with the, uh, with the parts to the enclosure that I have, um, and it's, you know, it's taking a long time because I'm trying to be really careful, um, I think something that I miscalculated for was just kind of fucking up, so I'm gonna be really careful with all my drilling and all that stuff, that's, that's the big shit that you, you, you can't fix, and, um, you know, even if I break a, an expensive uh, component, I think an expensive component would be like a jack or a pot or maybe the most fets. They're probably they're gonna get more expensive. Um, those can all be reordered uh, easily and just are not nearly as much as a. Uh, as an enclosure. The enclosures, I think my price for the enclosures was 10, 10-ish dollars a, a piece. Um, eh, mostly because I can't really buy them in any kind of meaningful bulk, uh, which I think only starts at 25, which is pretty cool. So maybe the next thing we can do that. Um, but yeah, the plan right now is to build them up Ooh, excuse me. Build up, sell nine of them. Um, uh, they'll just be very, uh, what is the word? Suit, like just very basic. I think so far what I'm seeing though is I want to paint them. They are in this raw aluminum, uh, uh, chassis, whatever you want to call it. 
box enclosure. And I don't like the way it feels on my fingers. Um, I, I'm a little sensitive and a little strange when it comes to uh, textures. I really don't like it. So I think I might have to find some kind of thing to paint on them or whatever. Uh, I still don't have a name for it. Um, I do need to figure something out just to kind of call it something, I, I, I think. But maybe I don't. Um... And I don't have a name for what the company would be in the event that this, you know, I want, you know, if I can sell these nine pedals, um, like if I, if I can sell them and then I can, I don't know, I guess like just sell another batch or like get some kind of something online, I think I will be like, okay, now we need to figure something out. But I think until then, I think I'm just going to sell these pedals. It's like, I'm just building just some guy selling these things. No real name to anything. Um, I think it'd be fun to just have call it something though, but uh, whatever, we'll figure it out. Um, but I've started, I've started doing some of the wiring on the prototype. I'm going very slow and taking my time. And I am... Uh, I've started to put... Any components in? I, didn't, I haven't even put any, uh, uh, any of the real components in. It's just, it, all the jacks are mounted, though. The jacks are mounted. The foot switch, the LED, the pot is mounted. I guess that's a component. The LED and the LED holder, those are, um, those are mounted. I need to, uh, I thought I had some silicone, um, hanging around, some silicone glue stuff, and I guess I must have, uh, that must have dried up or something, and I threw it away, so I need to get some more of that, um, and, uh, oh, a big problem with them is I bought these little blue knobs, I have a blue LED, so I, I, I got, like, a blue knob, and I was very excited. Uh, the blue knob that I got is very small, <laughs> and the the box I got is kind of large for what the what the pedal is. It's the, the, actually the enclosure. I thought I was getting the MXR sized enclosure, um, or, or maybe something just a little bit bigger. This feels a good bit bigger. Um, it is very tall, which I definitely wanted I'm, because I'm trying to do uh, top mounted. Um, all top mounted jacks and um because uh, yeah because I want to do all top mounted jacks and then I wanted to uh what else oh uh yeah the hand the hand wiring just having more depth I uh, it seems to be what I want more than anything um just gives you a a lot of room to, to mess around in there. Um, okay, okay, okay. What else is there? Um, but yeah, I guess more updates with that as we're going along. But so far, so good. Um, the big thing I'm going to be trying to figure out on this uh, prototype is uh, making sure my grounds work. Um, it's a different box than I'm used to. Um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to keep 
Um, there was a little bit of noise that I could never really figure out on the very first one that he made. So on this one, I'm, I'm going to try and, uh, uh, I guess just get all of my grounds going to, um, to the right spot and, uh, I guess just, uh, and maybe have some things a little bit more separated through wires and stuff as opposed to trying to connect everything to the, uh, basically the ground of the MOSFET. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that about does it for this, um, for this episode. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening, as always. Um, and also, as always, uh, I, I, you all know, everyone, we all know how much um, liking and subscribing to a content creator's social media uh, and whatever these things are called, uh, how important that is. Um, it is a completely f- monetarily free way to support, uh, a content creator, uh, an artist, I guess technically I am an artist, and, um, uh, uh, it's not free of time, you still have to find everything and do it, but it's monetarily free, which is awesome, and, um, it's really amazing how that can, um, eventually, uh, turn into, um, a monetary thing, uh, later on, from something and it'd be that and it'd be more impactful monetarily than uh, anything that we could ever give to the artists that we enjoy so uh please 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 um subscribe to all of my bullshit things all the uh, echo nest um on on uh, uh tiktok and instagram and spotify and this podcast and also finding me, Warren Sharp, on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. Uh, everything else, it's, I just, I don't have my own thing. So, uh, yes, can't thank you all enough. And um, uh, catch on the next one later on. <laughs>